Glory to God. All right, man. First, first, I want to welcome all the visitors and friends and family. I want to welcome you. Welcome ministries. How y'all doing? Pastor Rod. All right. Just down today because I had a little knee operation, y'all know, on Tuesday. But I'm doing good. Amen. Ah, uh, you know it can't stop me. I wanted to come, but I had certain people wouldn't let me come. But y'all know I wanted to be here on Tuesday. So, man, who faith follows. It's good to see everybody. Man, y'all come to learn today? Yeah. Remember, you are the what? Church. This ain't church. You are the church. Amen. Church is not these four walls. Your home is not your, your house that you go in, your address. Your home is this. Make sure we get it straight. When you meet God, he said you need to have a shepherd. I'm a shepherd. You got a lot of people, you know, they're just going to go up and die. They're going to go, hey, God, I'm here. Okay. I need to have your pastor because, and your teacher have to take an account for you so where is your shepherd mm. so I'm going to stand there right there behind him and be like yep I told him that yep I told him to do that mm -hmm. so you'll be without excuse you can't shepherd yourself just like you can't teach yourself look at that hey, what you talking about pastor I can learn yeah you can learn but when you go to school, you have a what? You go to college, you have a what? You got a manager at your job, you, he's a what? Somebody going to teach you, right? I'm going to be a nuclear physicist. I'm just going to teach myself. No, you need a teacher. Yeah? All right. A father. Guess what? You're a teacher. A father is anointed to teach. The Bible says, train them up in the way that they should go, which implies you know the way. That's what's wrong with our society. Our fathers have left. We have no fathers that are teaching our sons what it is to be a man of God. We're letting society and social media and Google Design to teach us how to be fathers. I know you and I don't agree with that. Amen. Man. Things are changing, y'all. Mm. Can I just talk to you for a few little things? Can I just shepherd for a minute? I'm feeling good. I'm going to stand. I mean, look at this thing, man. Can I talk? I'm here. I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> each day, each day is better. You know, who's been under anesthesia before? Raise your hand. All right, you won't sleep. You, you, you were, when you're asleep, you're conscious. You can wake up out of your sleep. You can hear in your sleep. Your senses still work in your sleep. <laughs> but when you're under, they don't. Who's controlling them? They have to be precise. 
in the amount to give you. So you will wake up. My question is, where are you at? Because you know when you sleep, you, you sleep, you spirit realm. But you're not conscious. You have no memory. Where are you in? How can they control you like that? It will have to be God that wake me up. Man. And when you wake up out of that state, it's not like waking up out of your sleep. It lingers on. Something's in balance in my body. Yeah? Need to be a conscious of the eternal sleep. So are we sleep today. The Bible said, wake up, O sleeper. So you could be in here and sleep. Yeah? To the things of God. Man. Who taught you? Who taught you about God? You should ask yourself that question. And what did they teach you? Excellent question. See, this is a long, this, this, can I just shepherd for a little while? The teacher get up. Did they teach you about God? Or did they teach you of God? See, I can only teach you of God because of my experience. So we got a lot of people being taught about God. Who taught you about God? Just because you're a pastor don't mean you're teaching of God in your experience. I told you, your pastor has to be designed for your wilderness journey. He, it's something should be in his life that identifies with your life at some point. How he going to teach you? you? You know, you're marrying, you, you know, you're a blended family. How he going to teach you about that? He don't know nothing about that. He ain't even married. How can the pastor teach you about that? He's not a father. He's not a husband. How can he teach you what it's like? You have to have a pastor designed for your wilderness journey. I'm just telling you, a lot of times we come to church, we don't really understand the, the pastor sheep dynamic. What's supposed to be happening? If I'm leading you, and that's my job, is to lead you by experience. Best job is not going to school and having theoretical stuff taught to you. Best experience is having on-the-job training. That's how you learn real-life issues. Yeah? And you got to know how to come out of them. I can't teach you I'm still struggling with pornography. I can't tell you to come out. I wouldn't know how to lead you out. My job is to lead you out. Okay. Who's still lying? I can help you with it. Lead you out of lying. 
Ain't nobody. Oh, you came today. You're, you're right. This is a little short past up here, ball. It will help us to learn some things about God. So a lot of times we come in and you say they're ever learning but never coming to the real knowledge of God. Yeah? Man. The real knowledge of God. Can, can I just show you something just real quick? Go to Ephesians 4, 18. I love doing what I do. How many of y'all love your jobs? How many of y'all just hit on the screen? How many of y'all don't like your job? Go ahead, raise your hand. Be honest. You don't like your job. Some of y'all not gonna raise your hand no matter what. Like it or not, you're just not gonna raise your hand. How many of you like your jobs? Like them. How many of you don't like your job? Okay. All right. So you're not some of you are just still in the middle, huh? Some of you just won't raise your hand no matter what. Okay. You know you don't perform well when you don't like something. You don't perform well when you don't like something. When you like something, you perform well. It's really not a job. I'm an artist. So when, I, when they hire me to design a bridge and highway, it don't feel like it's cumbersome. It's work. It feels like I'm just doodling, but I love it. And they pay you a lot of money to do it. See, I love my job. See, we don't, I love pastoring. I'm passionate. When you love something, you're passionate about it. I'm passionate about my marriage with my wife. I'm passionate about it. Because I'm passionate about my relationship with God. True love is with God. And man, what you passionate about? Y'all passionate about anything? Some people just passionate about doing the wrong thing. Scared to do the right thing. Scared to live right. I can still walk down the aisle now. Just taking a little slower. Because I won't be cutting it yet. Love what I do. This is what I was designed and built to do. This is my likeness with my creator, how I function. See, a lot of us don't understand how function. That's your likeness with your creator. We haven't studied man and what man function is. His function is not to beat his wife. His function is not to leave his wife. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the toilet broke. You don't get a new house. You fix the toilet. Right? That's what people do. They get rid of the whole house. Because that one washer. One little leaky vial. Now I need a new house. No, fix the toilet. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. <laughs> see how many houses and people flipping houses and flipping marriages? And I'm going to bring it to where you can understand it. 
See, but you got to have a person that got vision. They go in and they, listen, they remodel it from the inside. They assess what they see. And make a decision how to, listen, go forward. Now, y'all want to just take that whole, get the, the toilet broke, but you want to get a whole new house. Fix the toilet. You can do that with any relationship. Yeah. Mm -mm. Did you hear that one back there? Man of God, man of God. All right. Y'all did? You didn't? I can say it again. All right. When the house, <laughs> when, when your toilet is broke, you don't buy a new house. You fix your toilet. That's what we do. There you go. Call pastor. Help you inspect your pipes. This is what we won't do. We won't beautify our own home. I'm going to try to go in there. We won't beautify our own home. Right there. <laughs> we won't take the time to inspect where are the low bearing walls. This wall is cracked. It can't take the load over here. It needs some reinforcement. You don't condemn a house for a cracked window, pipes. You can dim a house because the foundation is compromised. So how's your foundation, men? Because you're supposed to be building a house, men. <laughs> you just living in it. You ain't built your house right. And you want to move in another house. You ain't built your house right. You want to go find somebody else. You ain't, you, that, house, that foundation still cracked and broke. That's what my job is. I'm going to help you inspect your house, how you're thinking. I don't talk to people since... All the teaching on how to think. And I'm still hearing people don't know how to think. And the people that need to watch the videos won't watch the videos. That thing should be going ding, 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 ding. Watching the videos is too much. He gives it to me for you. See, the great, great message, Pastor. That was great. It changed my life. The next week, I hear the same thing because you forgot who you're talking to. I hear the same issue that you're having. Still having. Okay. <laughs> Can I just pass it for a little while? 
<laughs> he said, well, this is what I found out. Listen to this. Here we go again. This is what I found out for you. We don't know what season we're in. Go to First Chronicles real quick. Cause teacher coming up. I'm gonna give it to you. Can give me a few minutes, and I gotta make sure I set the temple right for conception. We need some conception. A lot of intercourse. We need some conception. I need y'all to give birth to some things. <laughs> what we're supposed to be birthing is truth. Go to First Chronicles. 30, no, 1 Chronicles 12, 32, Amplified. I'm going to give y'all a key. Then I'm going to move on, sit down, and put my leg up. You ready? 1 Chronicles chapter 12, at verse 32. And of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. 200 chiefs and all their kinsmen were under their command. I know you heard this before. The men of Israel had what? Understanding of what time it was for their nation, for their family. Men, if you hear what time is it for your family today? Men of understanding, you're supposed to know this. So you'll know what season you're in and what season to dress for. Because in different seasons, there are different harvests. So it's imperative that you know the season that you are in or being brought into. If you're here today and you've never been, you're in a new season of your life. You must identify. Amen? Last one, Galatians. Men of understanding. Mario, I know you're a man of understanding. You should know that in the, 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 the season you are with your wife and your family and your children and your men of God and your ministry, you're supposed to have understanding of it. Not just knowledge of, but understanding. Amen? We have a lot of men, but they have no understanding of what season you are a man of God. Means that you know the season that you are in. And in each season, there's a certain preparation that takes place that you must be aware of, or you're going to miss your harvest. Amen? Galatians 6. Ain't y'all glad y'all ain't got some little wimpy pastor? <laughs> See, you got to know your authority. And, and you don't, a pastor doesn't teach what you want to hear. He teaches what you need to hear in the season that you're in. When the children of, of Israel, when they, the Hebrews left Egypt, they entered into many seasons on their way. 
Yeah? But some seasons you are never to return to. No, they want to go back to Egypt. No, you are not in that season ever again. All right. You got it? Galatians 6, 9 and 10, amplified. Pray very, I'm about to sit down, so get it quick. Galatians chapter 6 at verse 9. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So then, as occasion and opportunity open up to us, mm. let us do good morally to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good mm. and advantage. Be it's mindful to be a blessing, uh. especially to those of the household of faith, faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. Can we just go in now and kind of dissect this a little bit? There's at least a six weeks teaching right here. At least. First, you are called to endure. First, you are called to endure. Listen, and have strength. First, you are called to endure. How many believers do I have in here? Non-believers, put, put your hands up. Non-believers, put your hands up and keep them up. Okay, so now we know who we're talking to, right? All right. So I'm supposed to treat you a certain way, especially to them of the household of faith. That means I got to talk to you differently than I talk to the world. <laughs> Ooh, I'm trying. I love that. First, you're called to endure. Go back to nine. Let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time. See, see, we, we got to when you come to God first, you must understand this, that God is not to exist in time. God is not in the realm of our reasoning. God is above. So when you enter him, you got to go above what you think. Uh-huh. Say kanava. Say it again. Kanava. That means his presence in Hebrew. So when you cannot go to God in, listen, in this mindset that you have. God is above time. He's, a, he's, exist, he's above. See, to go to him, you must first even come up. Aliyat, up, up, above where you are. Hello. This is in your approach. Listen, then, kind of, you got to understand, it's his presence. How do you get it? His presence should be with you, listen, when you talk to the unbeliever. His presence should be with you when you read his word. His presence should be with you when you're in the mall. 
His presence should be with you at all times. Not one time. In our conversation. He should be. His presence should be in our conversation. There should be no point that he is not in his. Listen, that I'm not in his presence. How I treat people. See, if I understood kind of, if I understood his presence. First of all, you would never want to leave. Once you entered in. Hello? Yeah. See, this is how we can treat God and do what we want. Because you, you're bringing him to where you're at. And you're supposed to go where he is. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Teacher, divine timing is so important. Hello? Amen. Divine timing is so important. Divine timing, according to the scripture, holds the key to your manifestation. Divine timing. See, what y'all do is go ahead. It holds the key to your manifestation. So, so while you're waiting, oh my goodness. I, I even got to talk to you about the concept of waiting. And understand what waiting is. Uh, the teacher got her message though. And I'm going. Listen. So when we are waiting for the season. What we should be doing while we're in the waiting. And all of you are in this season right now. You should be sharpening your abilities. All of you should be sharpening your abilities while you're in this season. Of waiting. If you want a husband, you should be preparing yourself for a husband. Become a wife. If you want a wife, you should be preparing yourself as a husband. You should be sharpening your abilities if you want to go into business. Right now, while you don't have it, you should be learning, sharpening your skills. Educating yourself. If you're in the service, you should be, listen, that's not going to be your life. That season going to come to a halt. You should be preparing for that season now. Not six months before you get out. Hello. Season. Listen to this. Hmm. Proverbs 13, 12, real quick, before you get up, but I got to go. She's not going to use the excuse that my leg, you know, operational Tuesday, I don't care. Sit down. <laughs> okay. Real quick, minister. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. Amplified. Hope, mm -hmm. hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Oh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. There's a waiting period. And, and you, you, you're, you're supposed to have a living hope. A progressive moving forward hope. See, the other hope, when nothing is being done, makes the heart sick. When you're not preparing. and Okay, I'm going to help y'all. Just, they just need me to help you with this one. 
you're, suppo you're supposed to hold on to your dream. You're supposed to hope in your dream. You're supposed to hope in your prophecy. See, that's the other thing. When you get a prophecy, that's immediately you go into doubt the season of waiting. When you get a prophecy. Then you should, the, the next thought should be to war over that prophecy. In prayer. In fasting. In well-doing. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Okay. All right. This waiting season. This concept. This, this waiting season. Listen. It's so hard for the believer. This is a season, teacher, that no believer wants to go into. But you are always in that season. Them that wait upon the Lord shall what? Renew their... Oh, see, you are always in that season. We just don't know how to wait. We don't know the concept of waiting. We know the concept of complaining. Them that wait on the Lord. Them. Special type of person. Them. Shell. Okay. See, what happens, this is a very dangerous season for most of us. Because in waiting comes this called distraction. That's why nobody want to be in this season. Because in that season, it's distracting. I'm almost finished. Y'all just better be ready because teacher been, ooh, ooh, y'all going to get it. <laughs> I try to tell y'all. It's going to be good. Yes. You're supposed to imitate your teacher. You're supposed to spread what you've been taught to others. That's why I asked you the question. Who taught you about God? Mm, mm -hmm. See, in this season, no one wants to be there because in this season, there's distraction. It comes. This is the season where you find how strong you are. You're weak in this area. In this season, you need to know what season you're in. So you can respond appropriately. Hello. See, that's the problem. A lot of us don't know the season we're in. See, in the season of waiting, this is where you're supposed to be developing. In the season of waiting, you're going to come into your, listen, your pastoralship. Man of God, this is the season in your waiting. This is where you learn. Not cry. Not complain. Not leave the church. Not leave your wife. See, this is the season you don't understand. The season that you're in. See, you, it's wintertime, but you dress like it's summer. So your behavior is like that. You don't know the season you're in. This is the season of preparation, of preparing. This is when you find out, are you weak or are you strong? 
This is the season that you'll find out. Listen, can you withstand under persecution when all have left you? Every Christian's in that season. Just get saved and tell your family. See, don't they leave you? Okay. Teacher. Waiting can be a demonic strategy. Uh oh, uh oh, waiting can be a demonic strategy. I thought you said them that wait upon the Lord. So rise up. Okay. Mount up. Okay. Okay. Y'all missing something though. The season for waiting. Watch this. This is what happens to Shauna, minister. You have to be careful in understanding God. And how his kingdom works when you're in this season. This season is full of frustration. But because you lack knowledge and understanding of the ways of God. This is how demonic, this is how he can come in now. Because when a word is released to you, you receive it in the natural. That's problematic right there. So now Satan knows that. I give you three days. So now your concentration now is in time. And the prophecy was never in time. But because the prophet told you three days. And you forget that God is in the moment. It's always one day for him. Same day. So let's at any moment that you... Receive. It's yours. See, we missed, see, we missed the verse because we don't know how the spirit realm work. We don't know how prophecy work. And then we don't even know how to identify a false prophet. I watch in here. So be careful. Who's speaking into your life? What qualifies you? Just because you had an encounter don't mean you're a prophet. Or a prophetess. Look at their life. Look at their fruit. Are they faithful? You're not in the time. There ain't no way you're going to prophesy to me. Because you're disobedient. Yeah, I know the gift and callings are out repentance, but you're going to answer for that. See, you had no fear. I know I'm talking to somebody in here because you're here. Okay. You can get it right. You should be happy somebody help you get it right. That's what a shepherd does. He leads and guides you. Okay.
This is how he do it too. When you're in the season of waiting, if you don't know the kingdom and how it works, you will take the delay. You will, you, you will, under, you will take the delay as a negative. As a denial. You, you limit what God is really saying because you're in time. <sighs> and that, when he gets you like that because you're in that season of waiting, you don't understand it. See, now, so now you, 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 you won't fulfill, listen, it will, you won't fulfill your destiny. You won't fulfill your destiny. Because your spiritual perception is off. Your spiritual senses have been dull. Now, you're trying to operate. Listen, you're designed to operate in both realms, but you can't see, listen, the spiritual realm. You can't really hear the spiritual realm. Remember, you have to go above for that realm when you approach God. And they come to God must first believe. <laughs> There's your elevation right there. Believe that he is. And then he is a rewarder. See, when we get the prophecy, we don't still seek him as the rewarder. We still don't seek him. We, still, we stop seeking him. We're just seeking See, Instead of, listen, the, the word that was spoke and where it came from. Okay. All right. All right. What he does, Tashana, is uses time against you. Why you waiting? He uses time against you. Ooh, my biological is ticking. Ooh, I need a man. God show you can be 125, you still give birth. Well, he, it's, not, it's nothing to him. But to you, it's something. Because you're not thinking like him. Is there anything? See, when you first come here, you must understand. See, the people that do know their God, prophetess, but the people that do know their God are strong. But the people that do know their God, they know their God. They know him in health. They know him in their finances. They know him in their faith. They know him. But the people that do know him are strong. Do you know him? See, this is the problem. We don't, we know of. But we don't know him of, listen, by experience. We can never get to if he does not ever still doesn't negate that he God. See, it's hard for us to get to that place in God because I need to see because I'm in time. Teacher, come on. You want to stand up here? How are we going? Many of us are right here in this season. Waiting is the most confusing time. In your walk. But this is always. This is also where you're supposed to be developing your skills. Hmm. Lamentation real quick. While she coming up. Lamentation. 3. 25. 28. 
Lamentation chapter 3, verse 25. The Lord is good to those who wait hopefully and expectantly for him. To those who seek him, mm. inquire of and for him, and require him by right of necessity and on the authority of God's word. Stop. See, a lot of us have stopped seeking God. No, no, no. You are to continue seeking God. Listen, that, that, that's a rhyme of word right there. A, a rematch, should I say. That's a rematch. Listen, because when you die, you get to heaven and you're going to be with them, you actually get in, learning them him continuously. There will be no end of him. You're going to be learning of him for all eternity. See, you can't even phantom that because your mind is finite. All eternity, you're going to be learning of the many facets of God and dimensions of who he really is. Ongoing forever. And you privy to that. Can you imagine that? Can you, you'll never know the depths of him. All eternity. Happy you're going to be sitting at his feet learning of him and his great love that he has for you. Oh, can you imagine? Eyes have not seen, no ears have heard the things that God set aside, prepared for you. Eternity I placed in you, in your heart. We're so earthly bound, we can't see heaven. And it's right here, right now. Right here, right now. 